0: Can't hit that note. No. When I had, I had you to time. myself, I, I didn't want you time. around. That's the only words I know. There's uh a, a tenant in your house for the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, he's almost I think he's almost picked <laughs> right?
0: A tenant of 4620.
1: Yeah. Our, uh, our guest this week, also the guest of episode 65. Today, we're on episode 96. It's almost like a flip-flop. We're pretty close, but anyways, he's the gator. Gator. The, the elusive gator. gator. Ryan Petrucci.
2: Yeah, I've been at uh, 4620 since uh, I, think, I, I think I moved in on July 7th, and <laughs> I haven't looked back since. This is it's the- a good house,
0: man. I lived there for a long time. I have some good mems.
1: What's your favorite memory since being at uh forty six twenty, Gator? Oh geez, there's so many <laughs> making so m- so many memories
2: I won't forget. But uh I'm loving all the dog love. Getting to play with the puppies and yeah, gator. You're
1: a big, big wiener guy, a big hey wiener guy, it turns out and there's that's lots the of good food
2: guy. being cooked up here. So Yeah,
1: that's I, one I thing we do. That's
0: one thing you'll never go hungry at forty six twenty, that's for sure. I don't go hungry here. Never go hungry. If you're going hungry yeah. here, something's wrong. Yeah. Something's very wrong. Man, you're uh Gator, you've built up a pretty de- like big reputation around our community from your podcast like how's how are you handling that fame like you're almost like a, a local legend like folklore it's like folklore almost a myth
2: yeah it's kind of it's kind of funny when people come up to you and they know you from the story and then they shake your hand and they say yeah no wonder you were in the backseat crying <laughs> look like a bitch
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been
2: it's been cool i'm glad that people that otherwise wouldn't have heard the story that I would never probably got a chance to chat with, got to hear it. And I hope a little uh, knowledge is passed along. And if I can make the world a better place with
1: my (laughs) follies and mishaps, then so be it. I was, uh, I was trying to think of how we would follow up that one with a show this time. Like what, what story would you tell us this time? Like, I guess I better do the full intro. Like this is cowboy shit presented by circle four beverage company. Now with Sweetwater and Ranch Water in stores now, and also presented by Manscaped. Wacy, hope you have your uh, ad read ready. Oh shit, I got it over here. <laughs> anyways, sorry, it's a long day. That's okay, man. It's Monday, so I I get it. But anyways, this is cowboy shit with Ted and Wacy, guest co-host from episode sixty-five, Ryan Petrucci, also known as the elusive Gator. He uh, he's here today. We're uh, we're glad to have him. Glad to have him back. It's been a little while, but. Uh, but he's here.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure to sit down and chat with the uh, two beauties such as yourselves. I was trying to think though, like what
1: would your what would your story be this time? Like, how do you follow up the Istanbul story? Do you have another one that's like it that we just don't know yet? Like, I'm wondering what the what the next version of that is. No, I, I think I'm a
2: lot smarter man than I once was.
1: <laughs> are there any other experiences that add up to that that are kind of close to that one though? Um, not really. No, nothing. Nothing's gonna ever hold a candle to that.
0: So you peaked in Istanbul, is what you're saying? Yeah,
1: it's all downhill from there. <laughs> what about what uh, about Stampede this year? You, what, what was
0: it? I wanted to give a Gator a shout out for the amount of partying you did and the good work that you done all week, man. Like that. Like I tried to keep up with you after I got back from Tepee Creek, and I was battling.
2: Yeah, oh, we. You you kind of brought me out, Lacey. I was I was quiet the first two nights, but then as soon as you were out in the boat, I started just to hit the gas, and then. <laughs> I got stuck that oh, in, influence. I got stuck in fifth gear and I couldn't slow it down. <laughs> Gator just floored it for the entire week. I was late for two production meetings, but only um, by a couple I was late minutes f- though. Only by I two I was late minutes.
0: for work the one day after I party with you the Wednesday. Oh, uh, I, remember, oh, I was an hour and a half late for work. Hour and a half.
1: Oh, wow. Gator was and like, and only I got, a few and like minutes late. You, and you were I an I got, hour got and sent half.
0: home. I remember you got I, sent home? Oh, yeah. Did you hear the story, Ted?
1: No. What happened?
0: Oh, yeah. I'll, okay, I I'll like Gator finish <laughs> after, but so we go out on Wednesday night, and I, I we went out with like Hales and a bunch of our other buddies, and we're having a good time.
1: Was this the day that you and missed like, out on the party at HQ?
0: No, that was the week before okay. Stampede. Um, so we were we were out at Nashville North, and then all of a sudden, Gator and I get the red right idea to go over to Wild Horse, and like I'm like full send at this point. I should have went home like hours before this, <laughs> and like I think Gators found me just like wavering in full zombie mode somewhere in the middle of wild horse to just not like, my hat was i think my hat ended up going away someone took my hat like it was just a rough go
1: your cowboy hat or next hat?
0: no it was a like a cowboy shit ball cat. i think eddie tracy took it he really wanted it so i was like oh, okay just take it
1: um, did, he, did he? does he still have it
0: i hope so i don't know i haven't seen him since it's so, gone
1: i think it belongs to gone. stampede now <laughs> yeah stampede
0: so the, the, the gutter hat um so then i wake up the next morning on my couch like fully naked like <laughs> fucking in a in like a in like a store i'm like i could see how how bright out it was i was like there's no way it's 6:30 right now there's no fucking chance so i wake up i look at my phone it's 9:23. <laughs> i'm like oh my god and i'm like you slept half till
1: nine this. o'clock
0: i'm all this way i'm just like i'm still half snapped at this point <laughs> so i like i like fucking get my shit together and i don't know how i do this but I, I get my act together get showered get changed start going to work and then i get to the office and everybody everybody in our little area like little marketing area we have some other people in departments in our in our by where we sit and they all kind of knew my stampede act antics what i was up to all week so there's one gal behind me her name's debbie she's like She's like oh how are you feeling this morning waste and i'm like yeah i'm not, <laughs> no, not doing good and then so whatever i sit down start working away and then all of a sudden like another gal who's on my marketing team she looks over at me and she's like it's like, hey wastey like how you doing over there and i'm like I'm not doing good. And she could visibly see that I was struggling like through whatever I was trying to do. (laughs) And then she comes over to my desk and she's like, um, like, uh, give a pretty busy day or like what, like what's going on. And I'm like, I'm not, like, I'm not too bad. Like I've kind of knew what stampede was going to be. So I set myself up for success for the week. And then she's like, well, well, like if you, uh, if you want to go work from home for the afternoon, like that's, that's totally fine by me. Like, we'll just, we'll just keep that between you and I. So we fucking, she sent, so I got to go home and I like did a bit of work when I got back to the house and then I napped for like four hours and then midday Gator and I, then Gator and I went back to, went out for three till 3am again. So
1: really was that on, so that was Thursday. So then you went out again on Friday night. Then you have to go to work Monday, Sunday, Saturday, you were good. Is that the right? Yeah, I was,
0: I was struggling come Sunday though. I was having a tough time. I I
1: looked
2: over at Wacy at one point and he was standing just kind of off the off center of the dance floor. His Shoulders are rolled forward, his head was just <laughs> his neck and chest were all shriveled up together, and he just looked he looked rough.
1: I had
0: a bad time, yeah. He needed to yeah. go. Oh, dear, yeah. That was that's kind of the 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 pen, like the peak of my stampede party. And then it was kind of just like I just maintained myself the rest of the way. And then once Sunday hit, I was over for me. Like I tried to, I went to National North after the rodeo and tried to rally myself, but I, it hit, I had a wall. I thought I, like I was gonna puke and then. You, I told you how how shitty I felt the next whole week. So, I'm finally recovered. Though I'm back. I had a good sleep, couple of good sleeps this weekend. Wow, I'm back.
2: what a stampede yeah,
0: hangover!
1: Today, today was the first time we've had a meal at the house, like a real meal. Yeah, in stampede, and that was like it was over a, a week ago.
2: We had a meal on July seventh, and then
1: another one today, July twenty sixth. <laughs> um, stampedes a hell of a time, man. Nineteen it, it days.
0: In yeah a big run good, good times. times though Stampede good times that was awesome like like in, like talking about the event though it was so nice to be able to get together with some people and, and visit and shake some hands and like that's the first time i would have seen monty in like two years almost
1: pretty much yeah yeah, yeah
0: so it's nice to, to have that and be able to see some again like see some people and visit with some friends and go and gather in a crowd and i, th- I think as the week went on calgary kind of got more warmed up to the idea as well it got easier oh, for sure and busier, so
1: the last yeah. few days were real great and in National mm-hmm. North, I think everyone was surprised at how well it went too, with how many people were there and how much, uh, how much traffic there was through those doors. And mm-hmm. you know, they had it spaced out to have more space for everyone. And then they just turned the rules off and then everybody's letter buck. So it's pretty. Oh, yeah.
0: You should have seen Wild Horse 10 on Saturday. It was like oh, really? it was a bunch of sardines in there. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Dang, right yeah good times. Yeah. Um, yes, sir.
1: If Gator's on, ask about his cat without what is Sean trying to say here? This could be good. Gator what's your stampede highlight? I'm going to figure out what Sean's trying to tell us. Oh.
2: I I got to work at the Nutrien Western Event Center and great crew out there and <laughs> we put on some banging events and we actually had some good some good crowd some good uh fan feedback and yeah, it was a it was a great great 10 days. I had a great time. I was happy our, to be a part.
1: Our editor Sean says if Gators on ask about his cat without eyes.
2: Oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I I got a, I got a cat with no eyes. Uh, Actually, my parents got a cat with no eyes. I brought it back from uh, Saudi Arabia at one point on one of my adventures. I was feeding it out in the plant. Like all these cats were living in the plant and I started to feed them. We had all these meals. We had like hundreds of meals every day so that all the food would go to waste. So I just take all these meals out and I'd put it out there and there'd be like 300 cats all like around the area eating. They're all inside the plant. Damn. So there was this one little kitten and I could see that it looked like it had some big problems. So I'd feed it kind of off to the side and other cats would come and knock it out of the way. And every day it'd come the same time I'd feed this cat. So eventually this cat's like my own little kitten. It, it's got some deformities <laughs> and some issues, but cute nonetheless. So yeah. Anyways, I ended up starting to have this real guilty conscience that I was going to leave and this cat was just going to be it wouldn't have a chance at life. So you guys like,
0: bonded. You, you and that kitty. Yeah, this yeah, connection.
2: Buddies. So yeah. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, well, I'll take it to the vet. So I convinced one of these Saudi guys to help me catch this kitten. And that was a, that was a uh, endeavor in itself. I got this, I had this little kennel that I bought and I got the kitten in there. I was, I had this big welding glove on for like this, like two pound kitten and I shoved <laughs> it inside the, this kennel and it, So I just spring out and I smacked on top of the head and zipped it up so I could keep it. And I wrapped some towels around it and wrapped an electrical tape. Like I was like thinking this cat's just going to shred through this, but it's just this little kitten. Anyways, I took it to the vet. The vet just kind of looked at me funny and he looked over the cat and kind of cleaned its eyes out. And uh, the funny thing was the next animal that came in after my kitten was a cheetah, like a grown. (laughs) (laughs) Someone was walking on a leash and I had this little kitten. Anyways, I ended up bringing this kitten home. It cost me like, oh god, like it was just stupid. It cost me like about three thousand dollars to bring this kitten back in the. End. What? I had to like bribe the government to get uh, what a special letter from the. I don't
1: know if this is a joke or if this is real right now. Like, oh, that's uh...
2: it's it's pathetic, but it's real. I had to get this letter from like the uh, the uh, <laughs> minister of egg and animals, and I had to pay them, and then I had to pay a bunch of vets to give the proper paperwork to bring it into canada and
3: Holy shit. so my dad Jesus. my dad
2: was on the phone and i was like i'm bringing this cat back and he's like no you're not he's like you're not bringing no cat back here i said well i have to i said i can't leave it so anyways i made this deal with my mom my mom brought it back and she hid it from my dad and then she she came home and i had to leave to another i went to the states somewhere and she came back and brought this cat back and my dad's like yeah you can take that cat outside right now and, and leave it well Fast forward, I guess it's been like four years now, and now my dad just holds that cat in his arms and pets it, and they're just the best. Of men, <laughs> so,
1: so the cat, You're modern
2: day Steve Irwin, no yeah, shit, yeah, that was for cats. Yeah, so the cat uh, really lucked out and it won the lottery. So now, no shit, now the cat's like way overweight and spoiled, and
1: and it's still blind.
2: Yeah, it's still blind. Really, well, grew no, up in the streets. No eyes. Has a great life. What's his name? Yeah, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call her little
1: Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> man, Gator, you never see, you never cease to impress me, man. This is yeah. impressive. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I thought, thought this was some kind of sick joke. Oh, fuck. Just a couple, just cause a quick Real. three sneebs on a fucking a cat from Saudi Arabia.
0: Specks, oh my Lord. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, wow. in retrospect. Hey, man, I respect, I respect it though, man. Yeah. I respect it.
1: You should see him with you're... the, with the dogs here. He's a big dog guy. Well, I'm a big animal. I person. love animals. Dude. Yeah. I'm
2: kind of an animal whisperer. Jeez. So anyways, one of the Saudi guys contacted <laughs> me after and he said, how's your cat? He said, Ryan, I got to tell you something. He's like, you taught me a lesson. He said, all will love you forever. He said, you know, you took all his creatures. You didn't judge them based on appearance or what they could do. He said, I'm taking over your legacy. He's like, I'm going to keep feeding these cats. <laughs> I said, perfect. The world will keep turning.
1: Man, he made a big impact. That's fucking sweet. I,
2: I shaped a young man's life.
1: That's awesome. <laughs>
2: I don't know what else to say. I guess you gotta- <laughs>
0: gator, gator, shaping minds of young—that's outstanding. People, that's right. And you're a good role model. I, I would I like give it. you that. For the like mo- depend- well, for the most part, yeah, but-
2: in certain aspects. Certain aspects, you're good. You're a good role model.
0: But you're up. You're always a good dude. So that's what matters the most.
1: That's right. It's true. Um, the
0: kiddies of Saudi Arabia, thank you.
1: We, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to follow that up. All right, all right. Our guest for today said, "Just give me ten minutes to get this." Uh, I think he said to get this Zoom figured out. So, we'll uh, wait. Waste. So we will gonna maybe take a little time out and then come back with our with our guest for for this week. Sure. Yeah. We're Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Much appreciated. To- it's
0: always a pleasure. You're always welcome, Gator. Always. What we do, like you.
1: Where should people like? Where do people find you now, Gator? Like the Gator from Parts Unknown. Like, do, like, what if they want to get an autograph, or if they want to like come and visit you, or for a follow up. Question. Well,
2: currently I'm at 46.20 until I get evicted. So, <laughs> if you need anything, I'll be here for a while. And
1: uh, you're gonna be in Medicine Hat this weekend, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be in yeah. Medicine
2: Hat this weekend at the Medicine Hat Stampede.
1: Yeah, and then finishing spinning the beats. Come uh, and check out Strathmore on yeah, Sunday as well. Strathmore
2: on Sunday, and then High
1: uh, River the week after that. High River. Got a few. Man, rodeos, you're rodeo. Rodeoing. Rodeoing
2: yeah, again. I'm just uh, having fun and enjoying a little bit of what's left of summer and seeing some good people. And someday we're gonna golf again. Yeah, we will. We'll do that Someday. one day. I golfed once this next year. Week. So. Next week.
0: Are you coming week. back next? Year? Are you coming back? Are you gonna be back at forty six twenty next week?
1: I think I will be. <laughs> Gators here for the rest of the summer. Book it. Nice. Book it. Nice. Thanks, right. guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for this doing is the, the show. Summer of Gator. Thanks for. Uh, well, I, I have to look again, but I think you're top two or three podcasts all time with Cowboy Shit. So thanks for being one of the best shows of all time with Cowboy. Well, thanks shit. for giving me uh, next
0: Thursday, Gator. We're going to one night stands next Thursday. Amen. <laughs>
2: if you guys want to find me next thursday i don't know the date but we'll be at one night stands
1: august 5th gator one night only possibly one night only one night stands. he could be across the street at uh the watchman's it could happen could be a karaoke night don't oh, know yet. shit we should do that I'm, oh, just gonna say, snap. I'm just gonna put it out there anyways this oh, is man. cowboy shit presented by circle four beverages and manscaped we will be back we'll be oh, oh, we'll be back right <laughs> away <laughs> just like firing right up To know while I'm still standing You just fade
4: This podcast has
1: changed a little bit from uh, the first time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, He's a two time Wrangler NFR qualifier, Canadian champion, bull rider, and the 2021 Calgary Stampede Champion Jordan Hansen, coming to us live from Cheyenne Ro- Wyoming, Cheyenne Frontier Days. We got a little more production value now, Jordan. You're right. He's and he's the such- and he's the OG Cowboy should guess. He's the yeah. number one guess first guess ever. Man, crazy. Time he believed flies. in us then, and he still might believe in us now. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Which,
4: which, I think, what has it been? Five years now?
1: Yeah, that was December 2017, before your first NFR we talked with you, Four years. Before you went, yeah. Yeah. Four, four so, and a half. It five. There you go. Yeah, man. Looking Thanks for doing this. Thank, how was Cheyenne today? We didn't even look. I looked at the results, and it looked like maybe you didn't get a score. So, I don't. we don't spend much no. time on this. You
4: won't see me on the results. No. know. <laughs>
1: What, uh, so what app went down today? Bad ball, bad bull, bad, uh, bad rider decision. What, uh, what happened? Yeah, pretty
4: much just pilot error on this one. Really bad, bad riding is what it turned out to be.
1: Oh, that's Uh, too bad. Yeah, well, I mean, she goes
4: kind of even had a pretty good idea what was gonna happen. They still got me, which I don't have much (laughs) of an excuse for.
1: That'll happen, that'll happen sometimes. Uh, okay, so. We got to start off first thing. Uh, winning in Calgary, man. What tell us? Tell us about it. What? What? Uh, it's huge. You you uh, you spent yeah. most of your most of your uh, uh, bull riding career in out of Okotoks and Pinoka. Like it's almost a almost a hometowner for you. And to win the whole thing and too bad it wasn't a hundred thousand. That's probably the only thing, eh?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad about fifty thousand by any means, but um, and yeah, the fact that geez, I grew up forty minutes away from Adarina that was that's definitely was one on the list you know that's that's one I mean everyone obviously kind of wants to win that one but you know just a little bit more a little bit a little bit more to me being that close and uh I mean I didn't really win it the way I wanted to obviously wanted to ride the first one so it made things a little bit interesting at the end but hey that's uh like you said, 100,000 would have been real nice, but <laughs> hey, 50, 50 is really good. And in fact, the fact it counts the standings this year, that's a game changer. You know, they pay a lot more than a far. So, I got,
0: yeah, I want to, I, I want to, like, you talked about bucking off the first one there. Like, how does your mindset change going from, like, oh shit, I just messed this up to I got to get another one and I still have a chance to win this deal? Like, what's your process for that?
4: Well, I'm, I'm glad the camera wasn't on me after the first one <laughs> because there's, was- four-letter words and a little bit of anger coming out but um yeah it's kind of hard to explain I guess you just kind of have to I I didn't expect them other three guys to, to all buck off so you know after I bucked off I thought well there goes that you know I'm not going to be getting a, any piece of that amount and then geez I guess just sat there and watched them and kind of went holy shit I guess is the first thing that comes to your mind you know <laughs> Um, and then trying to figure out what bulls we're getting on, that was yeah. a, you know, a new thing that come up.
1: It took a while to they figure u- that out, didn't it?
4: Yeah. Cause I think they got one bull mixed up that ended up being a ride bull and turns out he did get used and yeah, it was, so then we're sitting there trying to figure out what everybody's got and yeah, that turned into a whole new deal. But, uh, I mean, yeah, luckily I just, luckily I had Jared there, I guess he, he went and he just said, here, give me your rope. I'll find out. I was like, well, "All right, that's makes it easy for me. I'll just get me a bottle of water and hang out until <laughs> I up, put my stuff on, I guess." And, uh, yeah. Then turns out is no really good bull. I actually, already seen that week that Josh got on. And, yeah, things were out.
1: What did, so? What did you do in the meantime? You just rehydrate, like you said, or did you go and kind of just get a quiet spot and wait till you were ready? Wait till it was your turn, or you know, what was what was those few minutes like? It was about five minutes till you probably got on again.
4: Yeah, so, I mean, other than the uncontrolled chaos there for the first couple minutes on who's getting on what and all that, um, yeah, Jared, he just pretty much said, well, here, give me your rope. I think you're on the other side. And I said, okay. But I kind of was like, well, I don't know for sure if I am. You know, I I trust, you know, but I I don't know for sure. So I kind of just, you know, I was more worried about what bull everyone had or what I had to get on. And then, you know, once I figured out for sure is that uh, back, I pretty much you know, I was the only one out of the left-hand delivery, I think. So I pretty much run over there right away and, then you know, pretty much just tape your glove back on because, you know, you're going to have to get on right away. So you don't have a whole lot of time to think, especially something like that where, you know, a little bit of chaos trying to figure out bulls and stuff. I feel like I didn't really have a whole lot of time to think. I just, you know, I had another bull to get on and just kind of like getting on a re-ride is what it felt like.
1: Except you got, you could make 50000 on your reride. <laughs> $50,000. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Luckily, I guess I'm a little bit better at pushing some of that stuff out because pressure probably should have got to me a little bit more than it did, I guess. But I feel like I do better to less time I have to think.
0: Oh, Talk yeah. about the, the rest of the, or the first part of the week. Like did you have, go into the week, like after your, your section feeling like you had a good shot to win it. Like were you riding good? How, where was your head at that way?
4: Yeah. Like, you know, my head going into Calgary was, I mean, I, I really hadn't been doing that good, you know, just being on the States and I mean, made, make a little bit of money, but more struggling than anything. So um, I was just happy to be back in Canada um, other than being in quarantine, I guess, while I was in Canada, which is odd, but um, you know, I, you know, made a, made a decent ride on the first bowl. Um, you know, and that was, I guess just what I needed to kind of get the ball rolling and, you know, I, I let one sneak by me, but, um, you know, it's kind of a tougher one that a lot of guys buck off anyway. So, you know, I, I knew I had a good chance to make it back. I knew it was close um, to even be, you know, making it back to Saturday. It took like 9,500 bucks to make it in our set. So it was a little bit trickier. But yeah, I mean, I felt like I rode pretty good first three bulls. And um, yeah, you a really good bull coming in the 10 man. So I, another, another bull went right. And geez, it seemed like all my bulls went right this year. So they happened to be going pretty good. So yeah, I was definitely taking advantage.
0: Well, now now this sets you up good for the rest of the season too, right? Like now you're like secure in the top 15 and can kind of go after it and start winning some more money.
4: Oh, for sure. You know, I was at what, 48th or something like that. And then that bumped me right up to 14th or 15th. And obviously some other guys made money and I I think I'm maybe 16th or something now, but you know, great, great in the mix for sure. So, you know, I just, you know, need to finish off my summer, and get riding good and, you know, stay at top 15.
1: I'm surprised that they, uh, that they changed the payout though. They, they converted it back to uh, US dollars though. So you only had, or, or did they did they do that or did they only count so much from the 50,000? 50, 50, what actually counted? I don't even know the rules.
4: So the way they did it is there's 70% of the the first round or the first four rounds, 70% of those earnings and then half of the four man. So twenty five thousand plus the seventy percent of ninety five hundred is what ended up counting.
1: Okay, that makes more sense then, because you're at forty five three right now for seventeenth as of as of today. But that's uh, yeah, like you said, from forty eighth to fourteenth is a little bit of a jump. Kind of a nice little bonus. There's nowhere else. There's nowhere else in the whole uh, business that you can do that, especially this year when there's no Houston either. So that that was the biggest check you could have won all year pretty much except for maybe this week but this week wouldn't even pay twenty five thousand either would it
4: i mean i think you struggle you know shine's a little bit of a different format now and uh i don't even know what it pays out anymore to be honest but you know especially that week you know there was casper laramie and, uh sheridan you know a couple good rodeos but i still don't think there's any way you're winning that much and you know yeah, there's that much counted in the standings, but you know, fifty thousand still spends all the same, oh, heck no matter cool. which way you get it too. So
1: yeah, hundred percent. You, uh, what did you, what did you consider yourself coming into that? Somebody asked me, like, were they? Somebody asked me, was Jordan an underdog coming into this? And I was like, ah, no, not really, because he's the only guy from Canada that has made the NFR in the bull riding since two, it's like, two thousand and one, I think. And is a Canadian champion, one of the elite one guys, of the best we got going right now. Yeah. And they were like, is Jordan an underdog? I was like, no, he was one of the favorites to win it really. But what did, like, what did you see yourself as going into that, into that week?
4: Um, you know, I, I guess you could almost say an underdog for just how this year has been going. Um, you know, I certainly wouldn't consider myself an underdog on, I guess on paper, different way of looking at it, but, um, you know, just for how things had been going I, I knew I had to turn, turn my year around, um, just you know things just hadn't been clicking and so i i knew if there was one to turn my ear around up, that would definitely be the one and you know i don't know if it's just being back home or, or what it was but yeah i sure picked a hell of a rodeo to turn my ear around <laughs> up.
0: yeah that worked out eh? bulls. not a bad deal at all yeah yeah but so- no
4: i, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't yeah i certainly wasn't counting myself out by any means i knew i definitely had to get my shit together and start riding bulls again but Certainly never really looked at myself as an underdog. Just looked at it more as I need to kind of get my shit together and start staying on.
1: When did you know you were going?
4: Um, Pretty much as soon as I got the email. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. When Um, was
1: that? Like, date-wise, when uh, when did that happen?
4: Jeez, I can't even remember now. I remember where we were at on a highway, but for date-wise, I can't even remember. It must have been
1: probably only like may though wasn't it it wasn't yeah i think very long before
4: yeah it was kind of the end of may maybe even the start of june to be honest um and it's kind of funny how it worked out actually like um i'm traveling with you know Roscoe jarbo brady Partner, garrett smith and yeah you're good um yeah they uh they all got an email and um and then i didn't i was like well i guess i didn't get in this year and uh so it's kind of funny how they how they did it um so i was like they're like well who the hell gets in this year i don't know how it works and out of curiosity more than anything or actually take a step back here i had jared Parsonage literally called me right at kind of the same time right after them guys got their emails He's like hey i just got an email for calgary like well screw you man i didn't (laughs) and uh He's like, what? You you definitely did. I was like, no, I'm telling you, I didn't get an email. I said, like, what they call you? No, I didn't get nothing. Must not. I must not have made it. He's like, well, I don't know how I did and you didn't. And uh, yes, one thing led to another. I was like, well, I'm gonna make a couple phone calls here. I'm I'm curious on how this even worked. And uh, yeah, I made a couple calls and they're like, yeah, you well, you're in. Like, oh, oh shit. Well, I no one told me that. Like, well, we sent you an email. I, like, well, I didn't get it.
1: Went to my junk folder.
4: Yeah, which that's that was my meteor action boss well, it's in my junk folder no it's not in there either i had oh, zero man. email whatsoever even so i got kind of most of my info through roscoe's phone and said hey man well we need a shot and all this and that I was like "Oh, well, that's fine i already got mine so it doesn't phase me any yeah but yeah i i didn't get it for like another four days so i was kind of sweating it and i knew i had to get it before, <laughs> you know you kind of got to put your name in the hat and sign the forms but uh, yeah, I, I would say that was probably a start of June, somewhere around there. I, I can't even hardly remember now, but somewhere around there, I'd say. Yeah. Been a bit of a blur. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, with, with everything going on that time of year, it was for sure. Definitely a blur. Oh I mean, yeah. Definitely. Definitely was excited, but wasn't sure what, what was even going to happen or if oh, I'd yeah. be allowed to come up and all that.
1: Wait, so you got something quick? Well, Sorry. Yeah. This is uh
0: talk about this being at the 50 grand or the money you made in calgary being a big game change in the standings for you it's a big game changer for your family as well right like you and sarah just had hartley not too long ago it's her first rodeo like what's what's that what's that feel like for your family
4: oh it's huge you know like um i picked a you know a covid year to buy a place get married and have a child so <laughs> it's one one heck of a year to say the least so you know um Just with with everything going on, you know, this year, and you know, I've been down here, you know, trying to trying to make some money, and haven't been, you know, I may be making a little bit, but not near as much as I expected to. So, absolutely, that's a that's a big stress relief. Um, you know, me can tell Sarah, hey, go buy yourself some shoes here now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like that, some walking around money.
4: Yeah. A big stress relief. And, you know, even I got some, I got, we got tons of stuff, you know, always want to do around home, you know, building pens, you know, all sorts of stuff. So big, you know, big stress relief for sure. Um, Yeah. Definitely makes it a lot easier going up and down the road when you got a little more kicking around the bank, that's for sure.
1: Well, and and 50,000 is, is a lot of cash, but you got to pay the taxes on that. And you know, what are the plans? What are the plans afterwards that way? Is it, is it mostly fixing stuff up around home and kind of picking away at those few pieces or do you have something you want to buy a few more cows or what what's the what's the plan
4: yeah like uh, the nice thing you know you buy cows that's it's more of an investment you know you can get some money out of them for sure it's not like well let's go to disney world where you may as well piss out three thousand so bucks <laughs> um so yeah i i mean there's a few things obviously uh fix up a few things buy some you know get a little more of a pen set up is. It's a big thing for me at the moment, but yeah, if I can you know, go buy some more cows and, you know, try to invest it and, you know, instead of just blowing it on, you know, stuff that maybe I'll use, but aren't going to make anything. It's, it's certainly sure be nice to, you know, almost invest it and try to get a little return on it.
1: Tell us about the place in in Amisk. Why, why the move there? I don't know the story there yet.
4: Um, So, I mean, we're, we're only 30 minutes or 35 minutes from Sarah's parents, which is, uh, you know, super helpful, especially for how much I'm gone. You know, Sarah can Sarah's, you know, hop skipping a jump down the road. She can go help out. And it was kind of a funny deal. Like we've been looking for land for you know a few years. And you know, if something come up is either way too big we could not afford it or is not not the size we we're looking for. So just, you know, through word of mouth we um ended up getting finding a place and it was uh, you know a quarter section. So it'd be it as
1: kind of the
4: right amount for me and yeah that's we kind of went and looked at it the one day is literally over a weekend we it all kind of got thrown together and I said well geez I could I don't like I can for a rodeo guy you can kind of live wherever you make pretty much anything work and you know I I didn't obviously didn't really know too many people in the area but knew a handful between you know Sarah's parents and everyone else and I said well geez I think this would be a pretty good fit and, um, you know, it turns out we got like the greatest neighbors ever, um, like Blaine <laughs> Peterson, he's one of my closest neighbors. And so obviously there's a, you know, whole rodeo community around there. And Jeez. I think they even put my name up on the sign going into Amherst now. Like <laughs> really I saw picture of that that was awesome. Yeah. That, that was, was yeah. yeah.
1: Welcome to town. Yeah, Jeez. That's
4: a, didn't take long. I was, uh, I was waiting to hear a phone call from Blaine, him giving me shit because maybe I was stealing a little bit of his sign spotlight. Cause he's got his <laughs> own sign little further into town but uh, no oh, that's, that's cool just stuff like that you know um just the you know the community we're in now it, it's so cool um you know everyone is so damn friendly you know really welcomed us in so um yeah the the whole the original thing that brought us out there i guess is well first off finding a place you know we could, could afford and buy and then having sarah's family a little closer you know stuff like that but yeah it was uh it is a great find for sure you know i i didn't expect us to find a place like that to be in the area we are
1: what what's it like to buy a place to want a rodeo cowboys income different times when you when you're up and down different ways the bank's got to really kind of work with the guy on some of that don't don't they
4: yeah the bank kind of laughs at you when they uh say <laughs> well what's your what's your job so uh bull rider no, no. Like, I mean, during the week, I go, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> and, yeah, So they, they kind of laugh at you at first. Like, well, that's not going to work, but it's like, well, I said, well, I happen to save up some money. Like, I think I can make this work and yeah. And I guess they ask for, you know, 20% down payment. And then if you have it, and they're like, Oh, well, I guess we'll take you a little more seriously. And it, a big game changer I think was being, having Sarah as a registered nurse, They look at her like,
1: well, (laughs) she's got
2: a real job.
4: Yeah, pretty sure job anytime soon because she's solid. I was like, well, yeah, we've been together for what seven years or whatever it was at that point. It's like, well, I don't think nothing's changing. You guys, both your names are on here. Yeah, that's we're gonna make this work for sure. So, all right, on. Yeah, I think I don't know what if I would have went by myself and asked for all this money, I probably would have got laughed at. That's when you walk to in the, the
0: bank with your fifty thousand dollar check and you're like, Here, here's your yeah. down payment, bitches. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I gotta go to the big I gotta find the big, big yeah, the big <laughs> the yeah. Yeah.
1: oh shit. Oh man, oh. that's good. Okay, uh um you finished fifth in the world in 2019 and eighth in 2017. Uh the world title is it's pretty you were still a ways off in 19. I don't know what the final numbers worth. Final numbers were, but Sage. Did Sage win that year or was that somebody else? No, Sage.
4: that was that was Sage, yeah. Was Both times I went.
1: And then 20 was uh 20 was Stetson. But that's right, yeah. And Sage was, was a little bit further ahead. And part of that is the season he gets to he he goes to a ton and wins a ton, but uh and then wins a ton has won a ton of the finals too. But that world title, there's already one world champion in Amis. Do You think there can be two here in the next few years, Jordy? It's gotta be the goal. Well,
4: I mean absolutely that's definitely the goal you know you don't you know you don't go all year, you know just to make it and you kind of gotta have the mentality you know you expect yourself to be there not just well yeah hope to make the finals you know everyone wants to be number one it's just you know it's kind of the mentality you're gonna have to have so I absolutely think you know obviously it's a little more of a long shot for me right now but you know it's been done before so there's no saying it can't be done now you know I just need to you know, start staying on a lot more bulls and um but yeah that's absolutely that's the goal you know everyone starts off every year you know a lot of people i think they kind of lose that you know they grew up as a kid saying well i want to be a world champion then it just turns into well i just want to make the finals and ride good but no for me it's it's always stayed that way If just for sure I, i don't think i'll really be satisfied unless i do have a gold buckle
1: what do you think it's going to take to do that and and beat those those top couple guys right now sage stetson JB, the top three guys in the world, it's going to take uh, quite a bit to beat those guys at the finals because you're going to have to do it at the finals at this point, unless you have a really, really huge next two months, right?
4: Oh, for sure. You know, that's, that's what I said it, it's kind of a more of a long off goal here at this point, but you know, there's a, in the fall, you know, we got Extreme Bulls finals with a hundred thousand added and Ellensbury, I believe is still having a hundred thousand dollar bull riding. Um, you know, there's still going to be a bunch of big events, which, boost you up a ton and you know i i usually do way better in the fall anyway so that's that's usually my time so yeah i i definitely have a lot of catching up to do for sure and um you know you know once once you get to the finals you know at thirty thousand around you can you can certainly make up a lot of ground in a hurry so yeah i just gotta you know keep pushing and you know make it happen
1: how about that uh extra added money this year that that was new i didn't see that one coming i didn't know that was even on the in the works
4: I'm I'm with you on that. You know, I I usually don't even look at the PRCA ma- uh, emails I get. You know, sometimes scroll across the headlines, see what it's about, and then I happen to roll across that one. And I'm same as you. I had no idea that was you know even in the you know, even in the works. But absolutely, if they're if they're going to pay us more money, I'm certainly not mad about it. That's for damn sure.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I got to ask about some of the big rodeos. You're in Cheyenne right now. Um, that was one that's been kind of shitty to you at points before, uh, but Pat, we'll talk about that a little bit. But then I want to—I want to know about some of the other big ones you want to win still, whether it be uh, Pendleton. I know Pendleton's one of your favorites. Um, Pinocchio Stampede. You've got the win in Calgary. Maybe Houston. You know, I'm, I'm curious what other ones you, you're looking to check off the list before you color good in this in this business someday.
4: Oh, geez, I mean. Yeah. All these bigger rodeos. Um, yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone you listed off, obviously guys wants to win all of them for sure. Um, you know, they're all kind of neat. They're all kind of neat in their own way. You know, you get a pretty cool, really nice saddle, you know, Cheyenne and, you know, I think pedal Pelton has a very nice one as well. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy certainly, I I don't say I would just want to win one more than the other, you know, they're all huge rodeos, you know, you got, guy grows up, you know, hearing about all of them and hearing how cool they are but yeah like you said cheyenne has been absolutely terrible to me between... total
1: dog shit so far right the Man, ankle one point. Think, what else
4: i don't think i've ever left here without a broken bone to be honest <laughs> and it's the, the two major breaks in my body i think in my career between the shattered ankle in 2016 and i don't know if it's 17 or 18 that i broke my back so yeah to say the least cheyenne has not treated me one little bit good <laughs> even on 16 i actually i rode both my bulls i was going in the short round sitting pretty good actually but just bad dismount some bad luck and get no shattered my yeah. ankle and then Shit. yeah i can't even remember if it's just been twice or if i've actually have been here three times i pretty much just look past this one for like, good things have gone here
1: oh dear uh, i was a little nervous today but, that's why i texted before i was like hey are we still good for today just like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's, it's hard it's hard to <laughs> not, even having a conversation everyone's like how many times you've been here Like, not as much as everyone else like, what? Like, oh, well i've actually missed entries on purpose before because it's not good <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah oh, you should get yeah. careful and they're like well like what you get banged up well no, pretty much break bones have to go home for surgery type.
1: Yeah. Type. It's been not, not good. minors. <laughs> oh, but yeah. this year's so,
0: different. You have one yeah, one more, you have another bull tomorrow, right?
4: Another bull tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow's and the I, day calling it. I'm still even confused on the format here. I mean, I hear different things and I think that I don't know if it's just the top 6 scores off the 2 days that carries on or um cuz the bull riders the only ones getting on two. But oh. so I'm I'm really not 100% sure on actually how it works, but yeah, I, yeah. Going back to even on rodeos, a like guy really wants to win. I feel like this would be one just so I could, you know, almost yeah,
0: give it one of these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Are you talk, yeah. Are you talk about when, when you want to win. Where, how does, how does Calgary stack up on your achievement list? You know, you've, you've made the NFR a few times, you're Canadian champ. You've accomplished a lot in your career. Like where does Calgary rank on that list?
4: Oh, it's, you know, that's a tough one. I have actually a lot of people ask, like, is this, is this better than winning Canada? I was like, well, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, the way, you know, the amount of phone calls and stuff I got, people kind of made it seem like this was a way bigger deal. Um, but as far as, you know, when I won Canada, it was a little different. You know, I, I come back after being hurt for a few months, you know, after well Cheyenne about killed me, I guess, breaking my ankle. So, as you know, was a little bit of a different story. Like, that was almost kind of a comeback story, I guess, where I didn't go to anywhere and tell the Canadian finals and have to ride really good there. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's that's a tough one, you know. Calgary was probably my favorite rodeo ever. And like, if I was going to win one rodeo, I'd want it to be Calgary. So, you know, it's it's a tough one to say. Um, I feel like it might even. I feel like you know I won Canada, and some people kind of like, oh, that's pretty cool. But but you won Calgary. They they just it seems like way more of a, a cool achievement in a way. I, it'd be a tough one for me to say this takes over Canada winning Canada, but you know it's this would definitely kind of does. Yeah, in in a way, yeah. So I, I don't know this. It's definitely ranked straight up there. You know, making Lanna for the first time was that was definitely pretty cool. Second time, like I said, you kind of you start expecting yourself to be there. Yeah. So it it's a little different, but I I don't know. It's kind of it's a tough one to really wrap your head around. It's definitely up there for sure. I mean, I think I got on more bulls this year, at Calgary, than I did at the CFR. When I want so. <laughs>
0: yeah, really. <laughs>
4: that's true enough. Yeah. Yeah, Over. the way I think,
1: you know, so. five, six, seven. Yes, yeah, seven instead of six makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. That's
0: true. What was the yeah. coolest uh, congratulations you received like from the which person? Were you Ooh. like, whoa, damn, like.
4: Um, probably my wife and kid for sure yeah. um because that was that was Hartley's first rodeo she's actually ever got to come watch Dang.
0: so that's a cool moment so, that's awesome,
4: yeah, so just the fact I mean and that's really the first one Sarah's even got to come watch and uh, yeah, like damn near two years, you know since everything a year and a half anyway, so she come with back home with me uh after the American in twenty and that was it. So that was, you know, her first one and how long. And then to have, to have your little baby girl there watching and her still be awake actually was, was also impressive. (laughs) Thought nap time might've took over, Oh, but um, no, I think just seeing, seeing them two there after you're, you know, after you get your bronze check and you're walking down, see them two there. Yeah. That was, that was definitely a big moment for me for sure.
0: Well, and you had to be quarantined from them for the, the whole time, right? Hey.
4: Yeah, exactly. So I, cause I come up from Vernal, Utah, you know, the day before mm-hmm. and um, had to go to the quarantine deal in Strathmore and uh, well, yeah, went and stayed in a holiday trailer for whatever it was. ended up being 10 days, I guess. Jesus. Yeah. It sucked because Sarah was staying at my mom's place, which is just North of Strathmore, like 40 minutes. So I was like, <laughs> they're literally that close and then we go to the rodeo every day and they're on the opposite side of the fence, but can't even see them. But so not gonna lie. I snuck on the fence a couple times. It's like, <laughs> I, you're times. I can't just see my, I haven't seen them for five weeks. Like I'm not going yeah, yeah. to, the rodeo. I'm not, not going to hug my freaking wife and kids. So mm-hmm. i to break the rules a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it's
0: over. It's over now. Nobody needs to know,
1: but you guys yeah, all had your yeah. vaccines and everything. It's all fine.
4: Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I was like, if anyone yeah. didn't have COVID, probably- it would be us because we got tested. How yeah. many yeah. times every day? Yeah, we're locked locked in Strathmore, so or at the rodeo grounds, I guess campground. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, if someone was not sick. It was definitely our group. Oh
1: yeah. Oh man, that's wild. That's okay. So question though, so did uh, so Wacy was I think Wacy was kind of getting at like, did anybody on the bull riding side of things give you a congrats? Like did uh, did Timmy text and say hey congrats for winning Calgary, or did Kevin your uh, father in law said Hey, congrats for winning. Welcome Calgary. to the club. Welcome to the club. <laughs> 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 what, what was that like? Did he, did he give you shit that it was only 50,000 and he won it in 1989 and it was, it was similar or, or what?
4: Well, so when I, I took, it took me a bet two hours to get caught up on texts, missed calls, all that. Cause I think I got back to my phone and I had 50 or 68 missed text messages <laughs> And a few missed calls, which, I mean, I guess everyone at that point, no one ever calls you anymore.
1: Um, do, they, do they think you're going to answer while you're on the stage? Hey, how <laughs> <Yes>. are you? <laughs> no one, i got to take actually, this, Dave, one second.
4: <laughs> one, one really cool one, and I it's really almost sounds kind of weird to say, but my, uh, my doctor, when I broke my back, and he was kind of the doctor in Calgary, they got finally figured out what was wrong with me and why my back, my hip hurt. He was actually the first phone call I got. And I, I, yeah, obviously I missed it, but I was like, geez, I haven't seen him really since I was hurt and crippled. But I was like, it just kind of goes to show like the people that are watching paying attention, but yeah, Kevin father-in-law, definitely. I got uh he, he waited a little while to call me. I know Cody called me Snyder fairly quick. And uh, I think I was doing an interview with somebody. So I had to, I missed it, but then he called Jared who was sitting right beside me. So I ended up talking to him anyways, but <laughs> Um, So yeah, talked to Cody for a while, and then um, and Kevin ended up calling. He's a, and he said, "He's man, I." He said, "I've been on my phone since you got off your fricking bull." He said, "People have not quit calling me. Like even you know, there's a bunch of hunting clients all over the U.S. and Texas and you know Michigan, everywhere just calling them saying congrats." Nice. So yeah, he was he was pretty excited for sure. He's like, "Yeah, but he's too bad. It wasn't a hundred thousand that one." <laughs>
0: A typical Kevin what? comment. An extra fifty. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he was definitely he was he was really excited for sure. So I definitely had a had a long bullshit with him on the way home. And even my dad, you know, I I talked to my dad for a while. There's there's quite a few phone calls get made. Um, you know, as far as one I it's hard to really depict, you know, one person that was a a huge, you know, like everyone that I talked to was they all, you know, all pretty close friends so um yeah kind of tough to say but yeah talking with kevin just because he had already won it that that was pretty neat for sure
1: what uh where did you go from there i guess that's that's another question is did you go home for like two days and then go to cheyenne or what was the schedule like or did you have to go somewhere right after
4: yeah so i i pretty much had one day off i guess something like that um I guess that night we, everyone, we, I kind of took everyone out for supper, you know, every, all the kind of the family and Jared and his wife kind of brought them ever took them all up for supper. And then everyone's like, Jesus, going partying. I was like, well, ranchman's is no longer. So yeah, I don't I really do anyone, my, Yeah. Where's, I don't even know where the place to be is. So I was like, you know what, I guess I'm getting old and I haven't seen my and kid for five weeks. So I just said, well, I guess we'll just go back to my mom's place went and kind of unpacked did some laundry you know just hung out laid low and I guess I stayed there uh two nights second night I guess wasn't much because I had to leave at 5 a.m on the 19th I was in Spanish Fork Utah on that night or I think it was the 19th something like that I don't know it's all getting mixed up now but yeah pretty much had one one day off and uh Jeez. yeah s- straight straight back down here and I've been down here since so
1: he won, wins fifty thousand, does laundry. Gets- yep, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's that's rodeo. Yeah. That's cowboy shit. That's rodeo. Yeah. So did you, so yeah, did you even get get to Amisk? Like, did you get home, or did you go to your mom's house?
4: No, no? no I, I, my mom's place was right there, and Sarah was still there, so I didn't want to drive the four and a half hours back to Amisk to turn around and drive that plus back. another five to Great Falls to get to the airport again. So we just stayed right there, and then, yeah pretty much had one day off and Sarah went back home. So I, I don't even remember the last time I was actually home to Amosk. It's been, yeah, quite like right after Molino, I guess.
3: Yeah.
1: Two months now almost.
0: And that's a big, yeah. that's a big change for the past year. You know, that was like something I wanted to ask as we went on here is like how, like that's a big contrast. So the last year and a half, we've been not, not much has been going on. have been a lot of time at home, hanging out and, and that kind of stuff. Hey,
4: Oh, it's, completely different you know like the whole covid year jeez i think sarah's probably in sick me because i was home so much she's like (laughs) Jesus, like like, we've been here man yeah oh we've been together (laughs) for so long and always was rodeo and no matter what so is you know this was new for both of us really i mean it was if there was a year for it to happen it was probably good years the year we bought this new place so had no shortage of shit to do around the house but Mm. yeah totally different you know like feel like i've been gone more this year than any other year just being the year it is um you know it used to be easy you could hop on a plane fly back to edmonton calgary and go home and then there's easier rodeos at home to go to but shit now i mean calgary so far is only a big one worth coming home for so Mm -hmm. yeah it's been and it's well also it's a lot harder getting back and forth across the border it's not just flying to edmonton and drive home no more it's a little more pain in the ass
0: was yeah. it hard to stay motivated during the COVID year? Like when you're off, like, was it hard to keep your focus and kind of keep your mind on the, on the goal? Or did you, did you find ways to stay kind of sharp?
4: Um, I just kind of, you know, it had its up and up and downs for sure. You know, I, I missed bull riding the whole time for sure. Um, but then again, I had a hard time just wanting to go get on practice pools for free. You know, like part of me wanted to do it, but I was like, well, what the hell for? Like, and what am I gonna go? Maybe get wrecked out just for absolutely nothing.
1: I uh, might poop your pants in Claire's home. Could <laughs> happen.
4: Yeah, I didn't poop in Claire's home.
1: No, I did. I, I was making <laughs> joke oh, about myself. You,
4: you yes. poop your pants, too? You
1: remember that time oh, in, I, when I got my?
4: Foot I hung do out? remember. I, I remember there. That's I a bad still tell. see that video. Yeah, that was a bad time. I, yeah, you. That was probably the that longest. That was practice. Up. That was that was at a Chianis bull riding school that you yeah, just practice. showed who and decided to get on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Chad told me I needed to come get on some bull there for some reason. A couple bulls there. Yeah, well, I got you needed. On one the, you the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, because it was not good.
4: Yeah. No, <laughs> Turns was... out that was
1: the last what... time I ever practiced. Fuck practice. Is that the
4: last bull you got on?
1: No, that was just the last time I ever practiced. I got oh. on some bulls again. I was scared ever yeah. ever after, but.
4: Yeah. Well, I have never ever even heard of a flank hang up lasting that long. Oh, then and then I for died. you to actually walk walk out. Obviously we knew it was bad, but then you were running away from us. Okay, I'll guess we'll give him a second.
1: He's fine. He's fine.
4: Turns out you spackle your shorts that bad, you do not want to be seen around. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, it was bad.
4: He just ran yeah. out of the building, didn't come just, back, just yeah. drove home. boy for, just for a yeah. just gone. I was no. gone. That- someone goes to take a piss after like hey someone left their drawing shorts in the, in the <laughs> freaking yeah,
1: yeah they're good they're done those that was that was Ted.
4: yeah that was that was Ted. don't touch those he, things uh, yeah, he's, he's okay though oh dear, that was a
1: bad time i was shaking for quite a while after i was like a little shaky.
0: i mean of all the bad things that happen in a, in a flank hang up your pants is probably like the
1: yeah like, you, that's the least one thing bad you want thing.
0: yeah the least bad thing yeah. that could happen yeah
4: yeah, yeah.
1: Probably, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, get where boy, you're at, though. Not want to
4: practice, though. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I still did. I actually, um, I went down, I went down to Streeter's place. I guess before Lethbridge had the PBR, and I actually got on some bulls that time. And and it's actually funny now we're having bad practice stories. So I got on Carl Big Orange tractor. I want to say they yeah? call him, yeah. Which I thought that would be a perfect practice bull. Like he's pretty good, but we guys should stay on. Um, they're like, hey, we're gonna buck him out of right. He was really good out of right last time. I'm like, oh, that sounds good to me. So I nod. They open the gate wide open and he just does not there. move. Just stands there. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, oh shit. And I kind of didn't move. Then they close it. It's like oh, everyone kind of laughed. Like, well, shit, have you everyone seen that before? Like, nope, that was a first. Hmm. So it's like, okay. So I slid up and nodded again. I said, okay, just hold the gate a little bit this time. I open the gate again and here's round two and this big bitch still does not walk out of the bucket sheet. I
1: was
4: like, okay, so close the gate. I take my hand out. I'm like, well, what are we, what are you supposed to be doing now guys? I'm like, I, I guess we may as well try once more. Like I'm, I'm here and uh, I'm like, okay, we'll do it once more. I nod, open the gate partway. He almost tried to fall. And then stood up, but still did not leave the bucket chewed. What? So after that, I took my shit. off and said, I'm sorry. I am not getting on this thing. I didn't try once, not twice, but three times and it did not work. So I am not doing this a fourth time. And then I ended up getting on a calf that ran around right after anyways. Like what was, better. yeah, great trade, great trade. So- <laughs> oh, dear.
0: What's it? Well, what's, what's the, so what's the schedule like for the rest of the summer here? Where, where are you going? What's that look like? Flat are up. you,
4: are you, are you down there pretty much the rest of the way now? Pretty much, you know, I um, I'm gonna come back here. Well, I guess tomorrow night. Actually, I gotta be home. Todd's wedding. So oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta be gotta be back for that. And then pretty much right from there. Pretty um kind of depends how things go here. Um, it's gonna be a if if all goes well, it's actually gonna be kind of a clusterfuck of a weekend because the semifinal will be the thirtieth. Supposed to be in Medicine like Hat. Right? Thirty. Uh. Friday. Friday.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, because Saturday's
4: yeah. the 31st. Yeah. So I'm supposed to go, yeah, Todd's wedding, 28th. And then the 29th, I guess, will be, or I guess I'll have a couple days off. And then, oh, Monday,
1: Thursday, 29th. Yeah. And the 30th, you're yeah. back to Cheyenne, ideally, for the semifinals.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, the semifinals in Cheyenne are 30th and 31st. So I'll just have to try to make sure to get a 30th. Supposed to be in Medicine Hat the 31st, and then the final in Cheyenne is the first, and then I'm in Strathmore on the second.
1: Oh, gosh, Jesus, what a mess!
4: Third, yeah, that was some bad entering, I guess, on my behalf a little bit. Um, I just kind of entered honestly, I wasn't even gonna enter Medicine Hat then. I was like, well, I may as well enter, you know, in case kind of thing. You're right there, yeah, that's for sure. I was like, if I'm gonna come back up, but. I didn't really understand the format 100% at that time either. I just kind of entered it for the last day, thinking that would be the time to be there. Looking at it now, well, I probably should have done that differently. But so, yeah. And then pretty much after that, I'll be straight, I guess, on the third. I'm actually in Lovington, New Mexico.
3: Ooh, so I'm going to
4: drive across the border, get on a plane again, and then we're going to fly back up. We've got a couple in Montana, uh, like Idaho. We got Great Falls and then Idaho Falls. So be yeah, but like like you said, pretty much flat out now. Um I'd like to try to get you know get some Canadian rodeos in there, you know, make the CFR, but um it's with you know with rodeos this year, it's a little different. So I have a feeling I'm gonna be down here pretty much ninety percent of the time.
1: Well, yeah, I was I wanted to ask if the CFR was even gonna be able to be something you could get to because there, but there, is there no minimum this year? Is that right? Like you just have to make it?
4: That's right. Yeah. So there no okay. rodeo count this year. So, you know, best case, if I go win Strathmore, win Medicine Hat, I'll have, yes, be fine. Huge jump. That would be, I mean, Medicine Hat's got, you know, what, four times like the next highest at a rodeo or almost. Mm-hmm. And Strathmore is so, still 20
1: grand. So, yeah, 20,000. Exactly. Yeah. You win Strathmore, you're in this year.
4: Pretty much. That's so. Yeah. That's what I entered them ones and, um, you know, if, if, all goes well, I probably won't come back a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they don't, I'll probably gonna, you know, have to make my way back and forth a little bit, but I have to, you know, cross that bridge when I get to it.
1: Priority one, still making it back to Vegas. That's, that's number one. That's, that's what's going to pay the, pay the mortgage at the end of the day.
4: Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's kind of a game changer for guys, for guys' years. So mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely goal number one, you know, but Canadian finals, that's, you know, that's a big hit too. You know, yeah. I, I've for sure come out there with, you know, forty fifty thousand 50,000 a few times. So mm-hmm. that's not one you want to miss at all either. And it's, it's that close to home. And the fact that it's just, you know, the guy wants to be there regardless of yeah. year as well. So yeah, it's going to be a little tougher this year trying to get, get the mixture, but yeah, I, I'm hoping I'll for sure make both
1: so now when you come back though, are you good? Like you just get to come back and go right to medicine hat and you can come back and go back and forth. Like, is that okay? Or do you have a visa that gets you across or how do you get across now?
4: So on the eighth, I want to say was the, that's the new, the new rules, or I guess that's just for the Americans. I, you know, the whole border is, you know, that's a whole different conversation almost seems like in itself because I don't even understand it. But now that I have both shots and everything, I should be able to go, you know, back and forth or or up yeah. there with no quarantine now. So as far as I understood with having both shots and, and that, I should just be able to to go up there and, you know, not have to worry about quarantine or anything.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, how, how did your body feel coming back after the, after the time off? Like you probably had to feel as, as good as you've ever felt coming back to rodeo after, after having that year and a bit off almost with, the with the bullshit at home.
4: Yeah. I mean, for sure. Um, you're, I was definitely healthy. Absolutely. But, you know, with, you know, with being off for that long, you're not in riding shape whatsoever, so um yeah, the first couple I was like, Yeah, heck yeah, I feel good, but it's kind of you know, kinda almost fat and soggy, out of shape. <laughs> Back know, on your welding I, uh, body. Yeah, exactly. Which <laughs> I didn't even hardly really do that. I uh me and Lonnie and Todd went on a sheep hunt and I think we all lost like six pounds. <laughs> so that was that was a good start. I think or that was before Grand Prairie. So I was like, Well there this ought to lead off a little bit of extra fat that we've got hanging on us, but yeah, I, I tend to do a lot better, you know, getting on more bowls and almost being in a riding shape. I, yeah, the whole, the first couple bowls coming back, I was definitely sore as shit. Um, you know, the first, first one back didn't feel bad, but after about three or four, yeah, you know, the groins, everything, it, it feels like I just got on, you know, 50 and five days is kind of what it feels <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. So I think, I don't know if the time off probably hurt me more than anything, just getting out of riding shape in a way. Like, obviously, like you said, I, a lot of, there's probably a lot of little injuries that for sure healed up now, but, uh, maybe I put on, my dad bod is, is, is catching up with me now, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dad bod. <bought. laughs> Wait, That's you got awesome. something
1: here? I got a couple more. Are uh, you rocking, out, you rock
0: and roll, man. Rock and roll.
1: Um, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to ask you about, uh, about the, I guess part of it was the year off. Um, a guy could have went down and tried to make it still, but then you would have been gone for a really long time Had to go and try and make it last year. Hey, it just probably wasn't in the cards trying to have uh trying to have a kid and get the place going. Like it just kind of ended up being a, almost a forced year off really. Hey.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I think over the fourth, I actually even entered a couple of rodeos, you know, I was like, well, shit, if they're going to let us across, i man, I'm going almost stir crazy or not stir crazy. just the fact that everyone's riding bulls, all my friends, but I wasn't getting to, and it was just, is driving me nuts, you know? So I, I entered some, but I think I turned out, or I actually, I know I turned out of every one of them. I was just seeing so you know what I'm going to pretty much just call that year a wipe. You know, I was like, well, if I can spend this year getting shit set up at home, you know, getting getting some stuff done that where I can leave next year and leave for longer and not be as worried. This will be worth it because, geez, to rodeo last year you're going to drive your ass off for to not win very much money. I mean, yeah, it, it's for sure. For sure, it was worth it for them guys that did make the finals. But for for me to be gone from home that much and yeah, it just it just kind of wasn't wasn't really going to work the way I like. I would have liked it to so. I pretty much opted out, which is actually it was probably my best winner I've ever had. That was like the first winner I actually made more than twenty thousand. Oh, really? I, I didn't I didn't go to one more rodeo after the American and I still stayed top fifty. So mm. that was by far my best winner and somehow still kept qualifications, which I thought was crazy. But that's
1: handy though. hmm
4: Yeah. I mean I'm that's that was a big reason I wanted to go back down too is you know, you wanna keep your qualifications up, you know, you don't wanna for you know this year i didn't want to be trying to go down and you know not be able to get into to any of the rodeos oh so, yeah um,
1: so that that ended
4: up it, it worked out for me but yeah it was it was tough you know it was, it was good being home but hard being at home at the same time
1: i i wanted to ask about about you being a canadian guy and the you know we had a judge on here a couple of weeks ago alan jordan and uh we had a really good chat with him really good really good uh show but I want to kind of like, I don't want to give, I'm not going to try and give Alan trouble, but I wanted to ask what your thoughts were on the judging side of things. And if it took you a while to kind of get marked down there, like did they have to know you first? Was there any like anything that way where it took you a while to kind of break into the scene and start winning some money down there? Or did you, or did you just have to start staying on? And, and then it was, it then you got paid. Like, was, was it tough to break in? Or does it matter that you're not, that you're not Mooney or Wright Or Kimsey, like, what are you, what are, what, are, what is it that way?
4: Um, I definitely noticed it at the start for sure. Um, you know, I remember me and Jared we went. Geez, drove all over, and I feel like that one winter I think I bucked off like two bulls, and I was only over eighty one time. Really, and like I thought I at the time I was like, geez, I thought I made a couple of pretty good rides. Like even in Denver, rode both my bulls, didn't even make the short round, and I rode both my bulls. I was like seventy-two wow. and seventy-six, and like one was I thought it was a pretty good ride um, yeah, we pretty, kind of just nickel and dimed all, all winter. It felt like, um, you know, rode some bulls, but geez, just pretty much lived off day money is all it ended up being. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then even the, the second year, um, I remember coming down and I don't know why Denver stands out so much to me, but I remember I rode both my bulls that year too. And, uh, made the short round bucked off in the short round, but I was like, Oh, whatever. Um, you know, starting to stay on some bowls, you know, getting some a little bit better sports here and stuff now. And, um, you know, then in, uh, 17, actually I went to Denver and I was 86 and 88.
1: Oh, and like,
4: Holy shit. I guess I made it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I made, that was the first year I made the finals. So yeah, I, I definitely, and I don't even know, I, not to get all, even put it into. You know, po- politics and everything. I think I don't have the most, you know, desirable looking style, is, is one thing. And uh, I think it took the judges a little longer to realize that I'm not just, you know, barely staying on. That's just how I stay on. So I think once they figured out, they're like, oh, well, that's just this guy's style, just kind of goofy as shit, but he stays on bulls. So once <laughs> they've, once they, they kind of figured that out, I think is when it came. But you know, I, we weren't down here a whole ton the first couple of years, you know, just not getting in. And um, once the rodeo's kicked up at home, obviously we were going straight back to Canada to go to all those rodeos. So, yeah, I, I could see it a little bit for sure. And Like I said, I don't know if that's just me and my goofy style that was biting me in the ass for a couple of years, which very well could have been the case. But, yeah, t- tough to say, though. But, yeah, I I, I noticed it, I would, I would say, for the first – year for sure and even going into the into the second year
0: was it hard to keep going back at that point like you you go out there and you you feel like you've made good rides and you're you say you're nickel and diming is it hard to stay motivated to keep when you can come home and you you know you're gonna get your the scores you deserve you ride a lot of bulls that kind of stuff
4: um you know at times it was it was hard i feel like i handled it a little bit better than than some people would because i mean at that point in time i'd come home to kind of sit on my ass and not do a whole hell of a lot. So it's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm riding bulls and I'm running around and, you know, I'm having fun still. I mean, yeah, it sucks. I'm not, you know, 88 everywhere and making money. But, you know, I, I could see, why, you know, some people, they got a lot more shit to do at home than, than I did. So mm-hmm. it didn't burn me out too much. Yeah, it makes you got frustrated for sure. But, you know, I was still riding bulls, you know, and I was, I was improving myself and it made it that much easier every time I come home you know i felt like i was already riding good you know stuff like that so i and i enjoy it down here you know like i I got a lot of friends and stuff down here so i i i would never really say it It burnt me out. yeah a couple times obviously you'll get frustrated you think you made a really good ride to not get paid for it but shit that's you know that's still part of it it's a judge sport you know Mm -hmm. screw up so it's you just kind of gotta have thick skin and look past it what is
1: what is your um I guess, uh, oh, nutrition and workout plan. Is there, is there anything to that really for, for you? Is there, is there one, or is it, uh, is it the Bud Light and cheeseburger plan on the road? <laughs> or, or what is it? Well, um, well, I,
4: it's, it's funny, you know, the, the guys I travel with, you know, Roscoe and Brady, they, these freaking guys hardly eat. So oh. I don't know why it is, but they just, they hardly eat silly bastards. So, and <laughs> I, I'm always hungry, seems like every time I'm like, hey guys, you want you wanna stop and get a bite to eat? And I don't oh, know, not really that hungry, but I uh I've never really been one to, to work out. I mean I did I guess when I was younger, tried it. I uh, I feel like I got hurt more when I was younger. um you know, at that. I feel like I got hurt even more at that point just being you know, I don't know why. I think I probably was working out the wrong way, I could you maybe could say. Um, so I ever since then, I never really worked out much. I'd like to eat healthy a lot more, but when you're, you know, living on the road, it's pretty hard to eat gas station food and, um, AW burgers and be healthy. It's, you know, you try to stop in and, you know, eat at a good place as much as you can. But yeah, as far as working out, I, I see all these bareback riders running around and working out and all that. And that's just not my forte, I guess. I don't know. Every time I go home, I, the more manual labor, better i guess where i'll just yeah you know,
0: <laughs> farm by workout
4: i guess yeah curious. you go just... pack some pipe around and stuff and that's feel like yeah. that's more of a yeah. workout than you know going to lift weights or oh, yeah. you know in a certain oh, way oh, yeah. it would be
1: the uh the other thing i wanted to ask was was about who you so you said you're with brady and roscoe and uh there was one of other name uh, that i not remember uh, right garrett now. smith garrett yeah so um for sure, Garrett's been to the CFR, Um, I think. Um, he's Canadian champ, isn't he? Yeah,
4: Canadian champ, yep. yeah. Yeah, 2017,
1: did, Yep. Did Roscoe come up to the – he's been to a few Canadian nope. rodeos, but not – yeah, a though.
4: No, so both of them have been to some Canadian rodeos for sure, and yeah. none of them actually have – they haven't made the finals. Yeah. Um, Usually due to rodeo count, or actually, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they ever – they never actually even come up to that many, come up okay. to a handful, but yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but so when you're down there, are you guys just for the folks that might not know a bunch, like where, where are you guys staying? Where are you camping out at for the five weeks you're gone? Like, where, where are you?
4: It seemed like we've been at Roscoe's place a lot this year. Um, he's, he's just, you know, Idaho, by, right. Yeah. Right. Just, just kind of West of Boise, Napa. Okay. So, so it's for, for the summer run, it's actually a really convenient spot. You know, you're really not that far from, from everything. Um, this winter we pretty much, you know, lived in the, the camper, the van and, uh, you know, called around, made a, made a few phone calls. Obviously we, you know, you get rodeo enough, you get to meet a lot of people. So, you know, make some phone calls, but other than that, yeah, pretty much living on the road for the most part. And, you know, the camper, the van, you know, everyone's got their own bed and shower and everything like that. But when we do have time off, it seemed like we were going to Roscoe's. You know, it's 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 kind of the central spot, and Brady Brady's only an hour away. So oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. and Garrett Garrett's usually you know he's about four hours from there, but um, yeah, is that's usually is usually the spot. And if I could duck off and go home, I I certainly tried, especially with a two week quarantine. You know, this winter is a little easier. I'd, you know, take off, go home for a couple weeks and then come back. Mm-hmm. Now it should be, if I had two weeks off, I would certainly go home now, but it doesn't look like, <laughs> but you don't, that's going it. to happen. No, go not, for a while. Not, not till October, I guess now it looks yeah. like. So. Well,
1: September, what September 30th, maybe October 1st, they will go home for uh, for a month or something.
4: Yeah. And then I think there's PBRs pretty much every weekend up there. Yeah. Starting October. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty much my fall will be spent up there for sure. But you, you'll until then, I guess Thanksgiving
1: off that, that one you'll get off. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's, that's <laughs> one about weekend. it. I think
1: that's the next week. Okay, yeah. uh, cool. Um, I uh, waste. You got anything else?
0: Man, I'm good. Yeah. That's hit Everything home. I needed to, we can, Look, are we going to re- Are we going to revisit our main question to see if it's changed from three years ago? We can. Why not? Wanna? You Wanna? Okay, you Jordan, want waste, we've ahead. asked you this question, I guess, four years ago. Now your definition yeah. of cowboy shit. 2.0 Jordan Cow-
4: Hansen cowboy, cowboy shit well one more time i don't even know. man i don't i'm trying to remember what the hell i said last time don't even really think See, about not, that this, we this don't free, know either yeah we don't <laughs> yeah, know I'm, I'm just i'm trying to even trying to even put myself back there. It's like well what the hell what was my mentality uh, the, the highlight you know, for me that
1: show was you said there was a kessler bowl that was a piece of shit that's the one thing that really stands <laughs> out for me it was that cowdery and he said a casserole was a piece of shit and i was like "Whoa, oh, he said shit on the show no way yeah we didn't think oh, that was yeah that's a big
0: yeah moment.
4: and then well i figured if the show was called cowboy shit we're allowed to say shit
0: yeah you can. just the way you're i see loud. it yeah
4: yeah yeah you can't that cut that you i cut you yeah. off though sorry go ahead <laughs> no you're good no i i think, still think cowboy shit you know just you know you know, put your help, put your cowboy hat on, you know, wear it with pride and, you know, don't be afraid to be a cowboy stand up for what you believe in. And, you know, don't take no shit from nobody. And, you know, you do what you want to do on your time. Hell yeah. I think that's pretty similar to the last one.
1: Is I it? So. I think it's pretty to, similar. We might have to go find it and cut go it check and what, Go check what back. Go check back. Yeah. We'll look
0: yeah it no, no. Well, that's good. I'm it's not like it's, a, not like it's a bad one, but it's like, that's, that's uh that's pretty, I, some of those words ring a bell. It's good. I like that. how would say consistent over the years.
4: Awesome. I yeah now I'm really yeah now now you guys got me Curious. thinking what the hell said last <laughs> yeah. time. Well, thanks, I feel like uh, in four years I haven't changed a shit ton other no. than you <laughs> your dad now. Other than, other you're than yeah, you
1: dad. You married. Yeah. You uh, you won Calgary. You made the NFR again. I mean, a few
0: I've things have changed yeah. in, in four yeah. years, but yeah, you're still yeah the same. I, I you're still guess, the same
4: guy. Accomplishments wise, I maybe have changed a little bit, but yeah, I feel like I'm still the wooden headed bastard I was four <laughs> years ago, and that probably <laughs> hasn't changed.
1: Oh shit. Jordan, there was one other thing I, I was thinking about. So, uh, you know, potentially you could make the, you know, ideally you make the NFR again this year. That'd be three. There's been, there, there hasn't been a Canadian bull rider make more than four. Um, Cody. No, is it, does Cody have four and Dale Johansson have four or what, or is it uh, yeah, Daryl? Uh, and, Daryl I, and Dale. I forget now. I
4: remember Dale does. Dale, does Dale Johansson for sure, for sure I know. has
1: four. And I think Cody has yeah. four
4: as well. He might I. Not- I feel like there's quite a few guys with three, is there not?
1: There's a few, definitely. I think Rob, maybe Robert. Robert would be one for sure. Um, let me look at this list quick. quick. Um, quick. Dan Glenn, Lowry. Glenn, he... Glenn Keeley. Dan, he Dan Lowry must.
4: Times? Ooh, I don't know about that. I feel like Dan Lowry made it a few times too.
1: I think Dan had two based on my list. Oh, just two?
4: Uh, yeah. let me look I... I'm just
1: pulling it up quick here. Go ahead though.
4: Yeah, I'm. But anyways, my question,
1: is, uh, yeah. my question is my question is getting to five. I'm curious about that. What's it gonna to take to get oh, to five?
4: Man, I just I guess if you know, stay healthy for another few years, and there's no reason five shouldn't be doable. You know, um, shit, Castner's what 33, and he still freaking goes makes finals every year. That's true. So like, right? yeah. you know, and he. And that's, you know, I I commend Kastner. Castner's one of my earlier buddies. And, you know, he doesn't like leaving home and he goes to very few rodeos and, you know, makes it work. So that's why I'm like, well, I don't see why there's, there's no reason I can't do that. And, you know, unless, unless things change a lot at home, um, you know, I'd I'd love to for sure make five for sure. Absolutely.
1: Leo Brown also has four. I forgot about Leo. Leo Brown has four. So does Cody. And then Daryl has three. Daryl has three, um, Wade Joyelle has one, Dale Johansson has four, John Dodds has three, so it's pretty elite company, Jordan, you're getting close yeah. to, this, to this top 10 list all time, just saying, so we'll take a couple more. Of yeah,
4: yeah, you know, it's, I never really, you know, kept track of, of numbers like that, I, I was just more worried about, it. I just wanted to be you know, if there's a list of Canadians, you know, and some of the best bull rush to ever come out of Canada, I just, you know, if my name's on there near the top, you know, that's, that's my goal for sure. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I kind of let all the little numbers, they kind of work themselves out, man.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for doing this, Jordan. We appreciate it, man. Have uh, great, enjoy man. the, enjoy the rest of Cheyenne. Hope it uh, goes, goes good for you the next uh, little today. And hopefully the moving along to the semi semifinals and finals too. Congrats again. on yeah, Thank you, too, yes. man yeah congrats. yeah thank you
4: guys no yeah. i'm glad to after a four-year hiatus i'm making them back on here with. <laughs> guys. good to catch good to catch up man that's good awesome yeah, okay thanks, we'll man.
1: catch up again soon jordan thanks man
4: okay thanks guys appreciate it okay see you i'll see you
1: Three, two, one.
0: (laughs) Today was going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. Okay, start again by now. You should have somehow realized what you got to do. If you like to wait, start again. wait,
1: you gotta I start. Off. Mi- come on, come on, Gator. We had, a, we had a mix up, we gotta go again. Okay? In, the this is a cowboy. shit First, folks,
0: I was off to trick you.
1: Rock on! <laughs> oh, those are the musical stylings of the one and only Gator, also known as Ryan Petrucci. Sorry in advance, O-jip director.
2: A little crusty, but the vocals really carried us. Hey,
1: that was good. That was good. I don't know if people could hear the vocals. Definitely on Wacy's side. Our side, maybe not. Rock <laughs> on! I could just hear Wacy's. Uh, Waysy's Wacey through the speaker, the monitor speaker, just giving her over there. I loved it. <laughs> that's Mr. Probably, karaoke, man. I've, Mr. Karaoke himself. Mr. I'm pumped. we to do some karaoke. Hey, next yeah. Thursday. What do
0: you know? My, Thursday, August. The first song I'm gonna crack One, back up with is um, "Good Directions" by Billy Carrington. Well, that's a hot, oh, hot, that's a hot karaoke oh, track. track. Yeah.
1: I remember. I, I think the first time I did karaoke with Gator, it was uh, it was "Laredo" by Chris Kegel on the Las Vegas Strip about 2015 that's my go-to that's Gator's you did go-to. a really
0: good rendition of new york ted
1: yeah new like, york new york by uh, yeah. frank sinatra right
0: you really yeah, killed that that. my i think it was oh, a yeah? tuesday and like 6 30 p.m
1: yeah. really i feel like it might have been eight but you know so mm. was definitely a tuesday it's pretty sure. early i'm looking forward to august 5th Then i gotta hear that
0: <laughs> he, he killed it know. man it was great that's we'll, crazy. We'll let's
1: do august uh, let's do it august 3rd that's also a tuesday that's after the long I'm weekend. I'm not doing it on a Tuesday, man. Oh, Why not? That's that's the only day I can go. Always, unless I, it's the weekend. I got a
0: real
2: job now.
1: You got to go when the when the when the weekend when the dates line up, man. Just the options. Thursday,
2: Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday.
1: Anyways, this is episode 96 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy. I'm Ted. He's Wacy. He's our friend Ryan Petrucci. He, he's uh, He was the uh, the feature story of episode 65. Kidnapped in Israel. The fan, myth,
0: The myth. Les- the legend. He kind of looks like Gary Allen, in my opinion. Yeah, just my a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that on the Cowboy Shit Story? Didn't yeah. you yeah. do that way, Storm? Storm did it, but it was funny as hell. What was the? Was uh, what was
1: the? What was the final? Uh, final tally? I don't even know. 20... You have to go
0: back and look. Get a By hundred percent people. I bet you like it was pretty, pretty. I think it was like sixty forty or seventy thirty, maybe. Yeah, yeah Pretty good. Quick I think a lot of
2: people yeah. sent in the clown emoji. it. <laughs> 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 <Goated. laughs> Doubtful.
0: Hey, we need to. Anyways, before we proceed any further, gotta give a quick shout out to our friends at Circle Four Beverages, the Ranch Water yeah. and the Sweet Water. They've been treating us yeah. really good over the past few months. We like them. We like their stuff. It is the drink of the summer.
1: Ranchwater.ca. Google it, and you know, everywhere you can find find them in store now.
0: yeah, mostly you go on their website. They have their like a list of their drinks and where they're located. So make sure you check it out. Check it out. Check it out, out, baby. And then we also want to give a shout out to our friends at Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming around the world. Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth. That's right. Their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code hugebush at manscaped.com. You don't want to miss out on this because it's, they're legit, man. I I used my Manscaped the other day. um, And again, it's pretty awesome. And like, I'm not, I have no hesitations anymore. I just go straight for the sack. I don't even like have to worry about it. I'm just (laughs) just like, and it's good to go. So Fearless. shout out like on it because like, I have some PTSD from my, I've, I've talked about this before, but I'm now there's no inhibitions, just free balling it, just like <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Peter, how's your push? Huge. <laughs> you need a manscape four
2: lawnmower. I'll definitely have to be using that twenty percent uh, discount. It's
1: pretty you only have it till Wednesday. Wednesday's our last day for now. We uh we're hoping we can re-up with, with uh, Manscaped, but get that. Use That's that where code you here. come in, the people. Today. Yeah. Make sure you get in today, and then we'll uh, we'll see where we go with Manscaped from there. But we got to get, gotta get it used up today. July 28th, I think, is our last day, or the 29th. I forget now. But anyways, mm-hmm. check it out, manscaped.com. Ryan, uh, tell us more about the guitar business. When did you get into the, the guitar playing? When oh, I've went? been hacking
2: and strumming for probably 12, 13 years. Really? I haven't it's- really improved ever, but.
0: Is that the only instrument you can play, or can you play multiple?
2: Uh, I can play spoons. <laughs> <That's> about it. <laughs> I'm a like one. Cowbell? I'm a one
1: trick pony. Would you? Are you part of the? Are you part of six finger fritz too? Or are you not? No, no, no. Are you the seventh finger? I was deep in. Are you in the, the seventh fritz? Are you the seventh finger fritz? I think I'm am I'm a toe. You're so
2: a toe? if they, if they go
0: to are the you, foot, how many there. times have you brought your guitar out at a party though?
1: Yeah. How many times have you played Wonderwall at a party by a fire? Oh countless times
0: it's like one of those memes where just like nobody and there's like nothing and then it's like gator anyways here's wonderwall <laughs> it's at a party <laughs>
2: <laughs> i only play it when people are intoxicated so yeah
1: that's when you well, best fits best right to right now play too it. i guess yeah fits right now too i guess it is what is it monday it is monday it
2: right. hey wait she had a guitar i rocked
1: it in his apartment once that was brett oh, kissel's was- guitar that is a that was a fun night didn't you sell that for like 10 bucks or give it to somebody for a case of beer yeah Maybe that's why Kissel hasn't got back to us yet. He didn't know about that. You told him about it. No, I didn't. You told him on the show. You're oh like, no, yeah, I, you're, I, acqu- I
0: acquired it for a case of beer.
1: Oh, okay. You still have it. Yeah. I didn't get rid of it for a case of beer. Who do you think I am? Oh, I wasn't sure. I forget now. Anyways. More- anyways. Uh, thanks again to Jordan Hansen being on the show this week. Hopefully things go well for, for him and Cheyenne. He'll be back up here. Hopefully make the CFR again this year. It's man, I want to really give good.
0: another shout out to the stampede too. Like to the people down oh. there, all of our friends, like everybody yeah, put on. Some... Yeah. They did a great job, man. Kudos. They put on stampede. a sweet event. Happy to see some people again, do some stuff.
1: You know what else was impressive was, uh, was the high river truck wagon races the last few weeks as yeah. well. They went over top of stampede, but had huge crowds. Chuck wagon racing was, was hot in high river. So they there's some show. places
0: that just love that shit. Like, not, oh, I yeah. shouldn't say it that way, but like, I just love Chuck Wagon racing. Like, oh, up yeah. in Teepee Creek, that area, like Northern Alberta, even like, yeah, High River, Strathmore, like, they love their wagons. Yeah.
1: Heading to Strathmore this weekend. Gator, like we said, it's going to be there Sunday. I got to go set it up, do Pollockville, the Hardgrass Bronc match, see what kind of records we can set in the Calcutta this year. Should be a huge, huge one, but uh, yeah, a couple good weeks of rodeo. Gator's going to High River as well. we got the McGrath, two bit celebration for the two bit nation. As well, the Glen Keely Memorial is coming up in late August as well, the 21st. And then we're back with the Canadian Cup series, Lethbridge, 27th and 8th, the first P- major PBR of the year. <clears throat> Sounds like we're going to have one in Pinoca as well. So going to be rodeo again. Fall. Back at we're back, we back, folks, we back.
0: Mm-hmm. Shit's happening.
1: Yeah, I think we better wrap up the show though. Anything else? What are we <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm good, man. we're we gonna sing. You're good. I'm go- I unless you has you want to talk about. Well, we what about animal fights, Skater, Do you have any animal fights for us?
2: No, I don't. You I don't, have one. This current Juncture. I got you one. Got one?
0: An, ale- an, an Anaconda versus a Crocodile. Oh, Crocodile wins
2: for sure. Mm, anaconda all oh, day. I like the Anaconda. Really? Tell yeah. me why. Because yeah. a big yeah. ass snake. Just, did you ever see the movie Anaconda? <laughs> like, the, not in a while. The snake <laughs> just eats everything. Really? On well, this
0: week's a- edition of Animal Fights, we have Anaconda versus Crocodile
1: i'm i'm thinking of crocodile, nah, the crocodile dude, there's
0: no way all that shorter. that's all that snake needs to do is just wrap itself around that Ooh, that, that bunch of boot point. that that fucking sack of boot leather <laughs> their old boot leather <laughs> i think and, it's gator i don't think it's crocodile but i think people may have have uh either way people know what i mean
1: oh maybe i don't know anyway. even though i
0: hate even though snakes are my greatest fear of all time mm. i'm picking the anaconda
1: have you ever seen a snake in real life?
0: Yeah, my own, lots of times. I've been doing medicine hat for two years, dude. Okay. Resurant, snake, I was a I saw my. I... <laughs> man, I, I witnessed my dad almost getting bit on the nutsack by a rattlesnake.
1: Whoa, how? Oh. Was he taking a poo?
0: No, no. So we're. <laughs> uh, I, it's like one of my vivid. I was He's like.
1: Wotten in the bushes, the medicine hat by well, a cactus?
0: Well, so I I was like 10. So this is like a really vivid <laughs> How did memory you see his
1: nutsack to see the snake get. Pooed? Man, can I tell the story? <laughs>
0: Then you'll find out. So anyways, we're getting ready to go roping, And like the way our yard was set up, we had like the shop and then there was a little hill. And then there was the barn where the horses were. So I was in the house doing something and all of a sudden I look out the window. And I see my dad going down the little hill between the shop and the barn. And he was, for whatever reason, he was, he was in his underwear. I don't know why. But so anything, next, next thing I know, I see my dad, Like he's a bigger dude. He jumped higher than I've ever seen him jump in my life. And just right under his, like, between his legs, you see a rattlesnake, like, just, like, reaching Whoa. for his head sack. Like, just le- legit, like, almost hitting oh. him right on the sack. Oh, so anyways, man. my dad is, like, the same as me. Like, we're both, like, it's, like, an innate thing. We're all, like, on his side of the family, we're terrified of snakes. So whatever, my dad comes into the house and grabs a shotgun and, like, puts a full, like, magazine of shotgun shells into the snake because he's just so, like, mad and scared. And, like, it was crazy, dude. I, I still true. have, like... I still get the heebie-jeebies from the tall grass because of living down there because of all the snakes that were there. who they so close to the river. Yeah, fuck that. That's why I didn't want to go to Formos. Uh, that's why it turned out. When, <laughs> uh,
1: when Keno and I were on the road the other day, we we saw some a roadkill rattlesnake. We got it. We t- cut off its Rattler, actually. Good riddance. Keno cut off his Rattler, even. Is that even legal? Oh, Keychain? Yeah, it was going uh, uh, to Uh technically, right. technically, it's not, but... It's not legal? It's because they're end- They're
0: endangered. But it was roadkill though. I don't know my little rose man.
1: I'm the fucking animal guy. Who's the animal guy? Gator. Kidder. Oh. I didn't know he was an animal guy. Aww. We just what talked we, we talked I...
0: about it for the, the first 20 minutes of the show. Oh yeah, but like not like
1: not like a technical, not like a technical animal guy. You can't <laughs>
2: cut off a cat's tail.
1: <laughs> Obviously.
2: If we ever get to go to Cheyenne for
0: doing any of this stuff, they I remember when I was down there with my dad. They had this one guy was selling rattlesnake hat bands like what Panky used to have.
1: Ooh, that's and I was cool.
0: and I was really close to buying one, and I have regrets not buying one that
1: time. I'd mm. like to get one. The, they have come back. That would be a thing again. Wacey, you oh. what's your request for the outro though with Gator? I think okay. we got to call it good here. Neon, I think, I think Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. Oh, do you have? Do you know that one, Gator? I can, can do we, it. Can we get that? Yeah, we can do it. Okay, so last comment though, um, the crocodile probably gonna have a tough time. I do agree now that you guys with the wrapping around thing, I forgot about that part. So. Constricting, maybe. I think it's three. Three to one, three on zero here. crocodile anaconda fucked. fucks up the rattlesnake.
0: No, the crocodile. Yeah, unless there's some like miraculous move made.
1: I think I think soon we should try like some Alberta or Canada uh, fights, like a polar bear versus a wolf or something. Oh, like we got to do some like Canadian versions though. Canadian animal fights. Right, Canadian animal fights, like a beaver against a muskrat. Oh, be like beaver a wins that
0: ten times out of ten.
1: You think so? A beaver versus a muskrat? Man, you, you, you know
0: how much bigger a beaver is than a muskrat? Are, a Are they really big? I don't yeah. know. I'm just trying to figure something out. Oh, really yeah. What would, be, what, would be a,
1: what would be a better fight for a beaver? Like, who would fight a beaver? A marmot. A badger.
0: A marmot? A marmot, yeah.
1: A honey badger against a beaver. Badger might fuck him up, but it'd be a better
0: fight. They're both more close That'd be a, to like the same a more a
1: more similar fight, right? Honey ba- a badger versus a beaver. An elk versus
0: a caribou.
2: <laughs> right? I don't want Two, one, two, three, four
0: in the on my side of town That lonesome feeling goes through my door and the whole world turns
3: Ooh.
0: As I run down cross the railroad track got a table for two. Way in the back where I sit alone.
2: Think of losing you.
0: <laughs> I spend most every night beneath the line of an neon moon. Oh! <laughs> There's always room here for the lonely. Watch your broken green man and out of the beams Of a neon moon
1: Oh, watch your broken... <laughs> oh, shit. Thanks, thank folks. You, this, thank has been, this has been this episode 96 of <laughs> Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey and our friend Ryan Petrucci. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks, Thanks for the guys. musical stylings. Appreciate it a lot. Rock We're on, to go. Boys. go. get a good sleep in after this one. But anyways, appreciate it. Thanks to Circle 4 Beverage Company. Check them out. Ranchwater.ca oh manscape.com everything cowboy.com get your merchandise right way right way. see cowboy, cowboy ship. Ship.
0: yep for sure get and that uh, stuff you want it if you don't thanks want, to our- if you don't have or if we don't have it you don't need it
1: exactly and check out if you're in Cheyenne this week check out the special hats Cheyenne Frontier days edition
0: limited check
1: there weren't there weren't very many left so if you're there sure you get one before the end of the weekend and uh yeah catch up with you all soon thanks for listening. Thanks to our editor Sean Morton, co-host Wacey Anderson, our social media website uh, designer, everything else she does it all. Storm Defoe, appreciate everybody. We'll uh, see you on the next one. What are we singing now, Gator? Got one more <laughs> for the people? Are we done? What do, you need? What do we got? Wait, is one more for the people.
0: Uh, uh, Party crowd by David Lee Murphy.
1: Oh yeah, that's
0: a good one. She could keep from crying. <laughs> When she told me goodbye And I knew, Lord, it was breaking her heart And she was breaking mine For the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride I told her not to worry about me So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon light Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party cry.
4: I'm back. I'm back. out, out
0: we the don't so bad. The fighting over there i'm making I'm looking for a I'm all right all right
3: that's <laughs> enough folks uh, will see uh, you next time